Welcome to the Real Life Weight Loss Podcast, where we cut through the confusion and get down to the truth about what really works for real people when it comes to losing weight, having incredible health, and a body that you love. We believe that losing weight is really about gaining life, doing things you never thought you could, having renewed confidence, and enjoying your body more than ever. I'm your host, Corey Little. Now let's get to it. Hello to all of you amazing people who are smart enough to listen to this podcast. Welcome back. I'm so excited you're here and that you're going to spend some time with me today. I'm also crazy excited about today's episode. It's a big promise, right? Like if you read the title of this episode, it's like, wait a minute, the secret? There's a secret that he's going to tell me? Are we kidding here? No, no, no. It's the truth. I want to jump right in. We're going to get to it right now. Today, I am going to tell you what is the number one thing that keeps most people that might be might have been keeping you from long-term weight loss success. Now, this also <laughs> happens to be the one thing that I want for you and every member of my inner circle and every person person I work with. This is the one thing that I want for you and everyone else more than weight loss. I want this for you more than I want you to lose weight. So what is it? Well, we're going to get into that in a minute, but this is my promise to you. If there is a secret to true weight loss success, if there's a secret to actually enjoying the process of losing weight, which for many of you just sounds so bizarre, right? It's like, okay, the thought of losing weight is miserable. It's some terrible diet. It's starving myself to death and working out way more than I want to. It's just horrible. If there's a secret to enjoying the process of losing weight, to long-term weight loss success, true life-changing success, if there's a secret to not feeling like you're doing some miserable diet, if there's a secret to all of that, this is it. Grab your pen. I'm going to tell you right now. Having a great relationship. Not with food, not with exercise, but with yourself. More specifically, if we want to get really concrete, loving yourself. Yes, the secret to true, long-term, life-changing weight loss success is (laughs) self-love. Now, there are a million reasons why this is true, but I just want to point out one huge fact that I don't want you to miss. Self-love, learning to love yourself, sets you up for a can't-lose, win-win situation. As you've heard me say before on this podcast, you cannot hate yourself to a body you love. You can't shame yourself to weight loss success that you're proud of. You can't plant seeds of unhappiness, disgust, and envy, and then expect to reap a harvest of happiness, joy, satisfaction, and peace. Peace with yourself, peace with your body, peace with food. It's not how it works. But Corey, hold on, man. Look, you don't get it. Corey, you don't understand. If I could just lose this weight, then I would be at peace and I would be happy. No, my friend, you don't understand. If you could just learn to love yourself now, then you would be at peace and happy. And then here's the really, really cool part. You would also move toward your weight loss goals unencumbered. You would move toward your weight loss goals that much more quickly, quicker, quickly, whatever. You would get there faster. 
You would make progress in such a beautiful, low-stress way that you never even thought was possible in the past. Now, let me be clear. I'm talking about real progress. I'm talking about losing weight for good, long-term, like totally changing your life. If you just want to like lose as much weight as you can, as fast as you can, then sure, you can use all the negativity in the world that you want. You can hate your body, get disgusted when you look in the mirror, and shame yourself like crazy. And that'll help you drop some pounds. It will. But you will definitely not have peace of mind. You will not enjoy the process. And all the weight that you lost will probably come right back in just a few short weeks. But sure, if you just you know want to lose weight at all costs, then go for it. On the other hand, if you want to truly transform your body and your life, if you want transformation, not just weight loss, that comes from a place of love, acceptance, and positivity. Author David G. Benner said it perfectly. Self-transformation is always preceded by self-acceptance. Let me say that again. So you don't have to rewind. <laughs> self-transformation, which is what you want, is always preceded by self-acceptance. Self-acceptance must come before self-transformation, the transformation you want. Now, you may think, well, wait a minute. Self-acceptance, that's different from self-love. But they're really kind of a package of deal. Don't miss this. Look, you can't love yourself if you don't accept yourself. And you won't accept yourself if you're not willing to forgive yourself. But you won't forgive yourself if you're not willing to love yourself. <laughs> Can you see how it's all kind of a big cycle? It's all just a big circle that's connected. And if you don't believe me, let's just think of all this crazy, like maybe even corny sounding love and acceptance stuff in relation to someone else. So let's take it off of you, okay? And let's look at someone else. Think of someone that you know that rubs you wrong. Ugh. Someone that you just, mm, just kind of, mm, uh, you, yeah, they just rub you wrong. Maybe they have wronged you in some way. Maybe they've done you wrong, and that's why they rub you wrong. Maybe it's just how they act or stuff that they say, and you're like, oh, I just, mm. There's a good chance that you don't accept them as a person. And there's a really good chance <laughs> that you don't like them. <laughs> and if you don't like them, you definitely don't love them. Now, if you get really honest with yourself, are you going to go out of your way to try to help this person succeed? Heck no, right? And my friends, even though we can't see it, we can see it so clearly with this other person, but this is exactly how it is with us. You are in a relationship with yourself. So technically, you are the other person. You are you, and you are the other person. So with this person that rubs you wrong and, and maybe has done you wrong and that you don't like maybe some of the stuff that they say or have some of the stuff they've done or maybe some of the promises they've broken to you or all these various things, and so therefore you don't like them. And so you're certainly not going to go out of your way or sacrifice to try to help them succeed. That hypothetical person is you. And even though you don't realize it, we can say self-sabotage and we can say, oh, I struggle and I don't have discipline and this and that. But at the bottom line 
foundation of it all is if you don't accept yourself and love yourself, you're not going to go out of the way to help yourself succeed. Now, you may be thinking, Corey, you're going a little bit too deep down this self-love rabbit hole. And this is just kind of getting weird. You may be like, look, man, this is cheesy. It's like some stupid give yourself a hug self-help book. Okay, Corey, look, this is cool and all. And I really want my kids to think this way and to love themselves, but it's just not for me, man. Look, I'm a grown-up. I'm a freaking grown-up, dude. Like, let, let's preach this stuff to the kids, not to me. I got, I got other stuff to worry about. Or maybe you're like, you know, Corey, that, this sounds good, but I just want to lose some weight. Just tell me what to eat and what not to eat. <laughs> How's that been working out for you? <laughs> look, look, I promise. I hear you. I really, really do, Okay. Here's the thing. If I hadn't personally experienced the power of what I'm sharing today, and if I had not seen people's lives absolutely transformed by it again and again, then I would 100% be the same way you are. Like, oh my gosh, this is corny and stupid, and let's get to some brass tack stuff. Like, what should I eat for breakfast? You know, I get it. I would totally be with you. But here's the thing. I think we have those reactions and thoughts about self-acceptance and self-love because there are so many misconceptions floating around in our head and probably floating around in society in general. So let me be very clear and just cut through some crap right now, okay? Self-love does not equal just bury your head in the sand and pretend everything is perfect exactly as it is. No. Self-love does not mean, oh, just eat whatever you want and do whatever you want because you're per a perfect little unicorn and there are no consequences ever. No, that's not self-love. Self-love does not mean that you stop working toward what you want. Self-love does not mean that you just always say, oh, it's okay, everything will be fine, you know, anything and everything and always, it's just okay, and I'm just going to take the easy way out. Nope, that's not self-love. Self-love is not weak. It actually allows you to be stronger than you've ever been and to face things that would crumble other people. Self-love is not selfish. It's the only thing, as a matter of fact, that allows you to be truly free to be there for other people and to love others fully. Self-love is not all about happiness and pleasure either. It's about giving yourself permission to experience all of your life without judgment or harsh, destructive criticism. What we normally label as good, what we normally label as bad, and everything in between. Happiness and pleasure and pain and sadness, all of it. It's giving yourself permission to experience all of that without beating the crap out of yourself. And self-love does not slow down your results. It keeps you in the game and actually speeds up your results. And as I said earlier, it just makes the whole process of going after any goal, but especially weight loss, it just makes the whole process that much more enjoyable. So maybe you're starting to think, hmm, okay, there might actually be something to this self-love, love yourself stuff. I hope so. I hope you're getting there. But just in case you're still on the fence, hang with me. Here's some stuff to think about. Research shows us. This is not me, guys. This is science. This is research. Research shows that a lack of self-love is linked to low self-esteem, depression, anxiety, and negative activities like over-consuming alcohol, drug use, disordered eating, and self-harm. Which, if we really kind of pull back and think about it, 
That's what all of this equates to, right? Like if we're overweight and we're, we have poor physical health and then we're constantly trying to do something about it, but constantly beating ourselves up, it's constant self-harm. It's physical and emotional self-harm. Now, sure, it's not an extreme case like some people might experience. It's just a different version of self-harm. But that's not all. If you like self-love, <laughs> there's about a 99% chance you also like self-esteem. We just, we just talked about that. A lack of self-love is linked to low self-esteem. And then here <laughs> is what we know about that. Low self-esteem is actually categorized by psychologists as a thinking disorder where an individual views himself or herself as inadequate, unworthy, unlovable, and or incompetent. Now, once this is formed, once the, the low self-esteem is kind of formed in someone, this negative view permeates every thought producing faulty assumptions and ongoing self-defeating behavior. It permeates every thought and it produces ongoing <laughs> self-defeating behavior. Can we say self-sabotage? But that's not all. Research goes on. Research tells us that specifically a woman's self-esteem is more strongly related to how she views her own body shape and body weight than how much she actually weighs. Don't miss this. Ladies, turn up the volume. Please pay attention. A woman's self-esteem, your self-confidence, is more strongly related to how you view your body shape and body weight. Not what your body weight is, but how you view your body weight than what you actually weigh. <laughs> it doesn't matter what the number is. It's how you view the number. Holy crap. Maybe, Corey, maybe Corey's been right all this time about you're more than just a number. <laughs> but let's continue. Research also tells us that low self-esteem individuals tend to be pessimistic. That's not all. 75% of school-age girls with low self-esteem reported engaging in negative activities such as disordered eating, cutting, bullying, smoking, or drinking when feeling badly about themselves, compared to only 25% of girls with high self-esteem. Three times more girls engage in negative activities if they have low self-esteem. Also, people with higher self-esteem, let's go to the other end of the spectrum, the people with higher self-esteem focus on growth and improvement but the people with low self-esteem focus on just not making mistakes. I just don't want to make mistakes. So what if I learn anything, if I grow, if I improve, I just I have to play it safe and not make a mistake. Research also shows that having more self-compassion builds resilience in the face of adversity. That's something we could all use, right? It helps people to recover more quickly from trauma and to better cope with failure. And then here's an excerpt that I thought was absolutely fascinating. It says, most of the time when we're being too hard on ourselves, we do it because we're driven by a desire to excel and do everything right all the time. This entails a lot of self-criticism and that harsh inner voice that constantly tells us how we could have done things better is a hallmark of this perfectionism. Studies have shown that perfectionists are at a higher risk of several illnesses both physical and mental, and that self-compassion might free us from its grip. Therefore, perfectionism and self-compassion are inextricably linked. Perfectionism is bad for you, not just not ideal or harmful when excessive. 
but it is actively bad, like cigarettes or obesity. Guys, don't miss that. These researchers just linked perfectionism to cigarettes and obesity. And ironically, I would argue that perfectionism would potentially lead someone to cigarettes or obesity. Okay, back to this excerpt. A shorter lifespan, irritable bowel syndrome, fibromyalgia, eating disorders, depression, and suicidal tendencies are only a few of the adverse health effects that have been linked with perfectionism. Recovering from heart disease or cancer is also harder for perfectionists. <laughs> with this trait making survivors, as well as the general population, more prone to anxiety and depression. Wow. That's quite a list, isn't it? Now, you may be thinking, well, Corey, look, man, all of this is scary and great and everything in between. Like, I love it, and, I, and I'm starting to believe it, man. Like, I believe, okay, self-love and self-esteem, that's important, yeah. But, dude, honestly, like, it's not a problem for me. Like, I love myself. Self-love is not a problem, you know? Maybe you're right. I hope so. I hope you're right. I hope that, man, you love yourself like crazy and accept yourself and forgive yourself and you have a wonderful relationship with yourself. But let's just do a little inventory here. Let me offer a few questions to help give you some clarity to see if maybe this is an issue and maybe something you can work on. Maybe it is. Maybe it isn't. Who knows? Here we go. Number one, do you often have harsh negative thoughts like that little voice in your head when it comes to your body? Do you have harsh negative thoughts about what you weigh or your performance with your job or how you handle things with your family? Do you beat yourself up mentally for every little mistake that you make? Do you stress over small things? Are you a major perfectionist who easily falls into all or nothing thinking? Do you struggle to receive compliments, like to accept a compliment when someone else goes, oh, wow, you're so great at this, or oh, wow, you're so kind, or oh, wow, whatever. Do you struggle to receive that? Do you say, I'm sorry, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry, way more than you should, way more than you need to, and you often feel guilty about just simple little random things in life? Do you have this deep feeling that you don't deserve, like that you're unworthy and don't deserve the success that you want or the love that you want or the body that you want? And if you get really, really honest, do you sometimes sabotage your own success or happiness? Do you feel like you're not worthy or capable of having what you really want in life? Do you have difficulty prioritizing your own health? or your own needs? And lastly, do you always try to make everyone else happy while you're not so happy inside? Maybe you're even suffering on the inside. If a few or maybe a lot of those apply to you, then it's probably pretty safe to say that you're lacking in the self-love department. You're probably an amazing beautiful human being who I would love to hang out with and get coffee with, but your relationship with yourself maybe is not super healthy and it could use some work. Look guys, this is not about how other people view you. It's about how you view yourself. 
It's about you enjoying your life as much as possible. About you enjoying your life and yourself as much as other people enjoy you. So here's the deal. I'd love to give you a snazzy little three-step process that will solve all your problems, but that's just not how it works. We can't make much progress in one podcast episode, but we can make some solid progress in one month. And as I mentioned in the previous episode, if you listen to that one, in September, September of 2021, inside my Inner Circle Coaching Group, we are going to self-love school. (laughs) We'll be doing a self-love challenge, and you are invited. I'm going to do something, honestly, I've never done before. Right now, if someone wants to join my Inner Circle, first of all, if you go to my website, CoreyLittleCoaching.com, and you click on Inner Circle, it'll send you to a wait list. And then there's a few hoops you have to jump through in order to even be able to join the inner circle. But once you get the opportunity, I require a six-month commitment. (gasps) What? You may be thinking like, holy cow, what? That's so long. Who wants to commit to six months? And that, my friend, is a big part of the problem for so many people. People think they can fix their body or change their life in just a week or two with a few simple tips. And that's just not how true long-term success happens or works. Think about it. There's a good chance you've been battling that little negative voice in your head and your weight off and on and off and on for years. And you've been ingraining your food habits and mental patterns all of your life, again, for years and years. So all of that, plus a bunch of other science behind how we successfully change our habits and change our thought patterns, all of that is why I require a six-month commitment when someone joins the inner circle. But here's the deal. I believe that self-love is so needed and so powerful and so important that I'm going to give you an opportunity to sign up for just one month so that you can take part in the self-love challenge. At the end of that month, you can stay longer if you want, but there's no obligation. You can just be there for the self-love and then check out. (laughs) It's up to you. Now, let me be very clear. This is not a weight loss challenge. Well, I know this is a real life weight loss podcast. I get that. But this is not a weight loss challenge. Will you lose weight? Sure, probably. You'll get access to phase one or module one, whatever you want to call it, of my Live Life Lose Fat program. We'll be implementing that as we take on the self-love challenge, as we go to self-love school, because it all just works so well together. So yeah, you'll probably lose some weight and start having more energy. But honestly, again, that's not what this is about. It's all about getting you to a better place mentally and emotionally. It's all about changing your brain so that you can naturally and easily change your body. If you're mentally and emotionally healthier, then physical health can't help but follow. And when we begin to change your brain with self-love, like I mentioned in the last episode, everything that trickles down from your brain will be impacting your body and life in a positive way. So, if you are sick of the lose weight at all cost approach, If you're sick of that little negative voice in your head that haunts you all day long every time you look in a mirror or put on clothes that feel a little bit tight, if you're sick of mentally beating yourself up for eating a cookie or some french fries, if you're sick of the all-or-nothing diet mentality that just makes you feel stressed and anxious, if you're, honestly, if you're just as interested in your relationship with yourself, in your relationship with food, and peace of mind, if you're just as interested in those things as you are in weight loss, then I think you're ready for something different. I think you're ready to create 
a can't lose win-win situation where you begin to love yourself more right now, just like you are so that you're set up for not only a better life, but also for big time, long-term weight loss success. If this is you, then take the plunge and commit to yourself for one month. And I and the entire Inner Circle group, we will also commit to you. I can pretty much guarantee it will be a transformational month. It's going to be a ton of fun. I can't wait. The deadline to sign up is September 1st, 2021. September 1st, 2021. Write it down. I cannot wait to see you inside the group. All you need to do is go to selflovemonth.com. That is selflovemonth.com. I will also put that link in the show notes and you will, you can see all the details there. And you can also commit and sign up right there for what I believe will be an absolutely incredible transformational month. Okay, my friends, that is it. We are wrapping it up, but we are not going to wrap this up before we say what we always say. And that is the truth that you are so much more than a number. There's so much more to you than what the scales say. So don't let them dominate your headspace or dictate your emotions or tell you what your self-worth is. No, 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 no. And losing weight's incredible. I love it. I love helping people do it, but I love helping people do it the right way. And that means helping them gain life as they lose weight and be able to live the life they've always wanted to. And I know you can do it. I believe in you. I hope you're starting to believe in yourself. But even if you're not, that's okay. You can borrow my belief. Keep coming back. Keep listening. And I'll keep working on you. Take care of yourself, guys. God bless. Bye-bye.